Boom! What's up, Amelia? Dayspring here with an emergency episode of Power of X-Men. It literally rolled out of bed. My hair's not even that combed. I mean, I just woke up like this. I just got my iced coffee. But we're doing this emergency recording of Power of X-Men because Bleeding Cool News is reporting on our first look at the X-Men post-Krakoa in the X-Men's new relaunch coming this summer, which is called From the Ashes. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be coy here and be like, oh, I'm so surprised by this image because I did see this image a couple, a couple days ago. So shout out to the person who sent it to me. I don't want to name names, but I, I saw this image and I was kind of like, meh. I kind of like shrugged and I just went on my day. <laughs> but I, I kind of want to break down the image now that it's out and about that Bleeding Cole has reported on it and it's everywhere. I want to sit down and I want to talk about it. And also, Bleeding Cool is giving us more details on what to expect of the relaunch this summer. And this kind of lines up with what I've been hearing. You know, I've had a lot of multiple people come to me, giving me some tea and stuff like that on how Krakoa is going to end and all this stuff. It's all really nebulous because I think we've reported on this before on the podcast. The, the X office had no clue how they were going to end Krakoa. So all of these rumors have been circulating because the writers themselves, the editors themselves, didn't seem to have a clear idea of how it's supposed to end. I think we've kind of gotten a hint here with the crossover being called From the Ashes. And if you are paying attention to some of the rumors out there, you can be like, okay, I can see where all of this is connecting. But why don't we sit down? Let's chat about it. Whoops, sorry. <laughs> the other day I went to Insomnia Cookies and um, they gave us this sleeve with the cookies, which is for Final Fantasy VII, the rebirth that's coming out on the 29th. And we played it during lockdown and and now we're going to play it again. But um, I just knocked it over because I'm so excited. I kept the sleeve because A, I love Insomnia Cookies and two, we love Final Fantasy here. Okay, so... Let's read this article. Let's break it down. We'll chat about it. We'll 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 talk about this as a familia, and there'll be lots and lots of feels. But I am actually really excited to be talking about something that's now fall effects. <laughs> Even though, spoiler alerts, I'm not that excited for this reboot anymore. I was so excited, but now I'm not after seeing this image and sort of the details coming out of it. But Rogue and Kate Pride will each lead the new X-Men teams this summer. Bleeding Cool News can report that Rogue and Kate Pride will each be leading a new X-Men team this summer for Marvel's new X-Men relaunch. Now, I, I'm always going to call her Kitty. <laughs> Kitty Pride. I do like Captain Kate. I do not like Shadowcat with a K. I like Shadowcat the way it's always been spelled, which is with a C. You know, we talked to Jordan D. White about her name change to Kate Pride a couple of years ago. And he said it was more like Kitty saying that to her family. That like, hey, stop calling me Kitty. I'm actually Kate. That's fine. I, I don't think it was supposed to be the seismic change that all of us have sort of, you know, made it out to be in the fan community. You know, when I see Rogue and Kate Pride, I'm like, it's Kitty Pride. It's Kitty Pride. But that's just I'm just trying to provide context for that. That they, it was more supposed to be an in-story conversation, but it's obviously translated to fandom. All right. Rogue and Cape Pride to lead new X-Men teams in Marvel Summer relaunch. Rogue's team features Nightcrawler, Gambit, and Wolverine. Queen of Araco, Storm may venture into politics, potentially as a mutant president. 
Jump report to spearhead the significant X-Men relaunch in title from the ashes. Okay. Well, I'll be I'll be I'll give you the full tea here. From what I've heard, Arako and Krakoa are just not gonna exist in the in the rebooted timeline or in the reboot of X-Men, however they do, but Krakoa and Arako are supposed to not exist. Storm being a mutant president. Uh, I don't know. Listen, we live in a world where where anything goes in politics anymore. So it, I, I, it's not that I can't fathom this immaculate goddess running for a president and winning. It's not. It's not that I cannot imagine that. I just don't think it suits the character. I mean, Storm is so regal and powerful. I don't know. I don't think I need her as president. I need her to lead the X-Men. I don't want Kitty or Kate to be leading the team. I want Storm to be leading the team. And 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 if she is gonna if you're gonna go the route of diplomacy with her, I think Soul Regent was such a wonderful move for the character. I love her being Soul Regent. And the thing is, though, like if you're gonna make her like, look at this image here. I know this mohawk is inspired by X-Men 97, but it's just, I don't know. It's so lackluster. I mean, compared to how she has looked at the Hellfire Gala and in Araco, this just makes her look a little lackluster there. I don't know. I, I want more more better things for Storm than being being president. Because one, if, if you're going to tell me, how about this? Again, it's all about what you can pull off, right? I'm happy to eat my words. Marvel couldn't do nation building in Krakoa. They made Krakoa an entire mess. I did not believe for one second that the X-Men sat down, or anyone in the X office for that matter, so in the fictional universe and in the real universe, I don't believe anyone sat down to talk about how a mutant government would truly look like and, and sort of the intricacies of that. If you can give me a riveting political story with Storm running for president and winning, then I am here for it. Yes. But I don't believe they could pull it off. Right? And I don't want them to pull it off because I want Storm to do something else. Let's see how that goes. I, I'm telling you this right now. I don't I don't like the idea of Storm being being a president. I, I want Storm on the field. Kicking ass, leading the X Men. That is where I want my my storm. You know, and here's what's so curious to me: in X Men, the end, we actually saw Kitty Pride running for office. Kitty Pride as a character running for office makes more sense to me than Storm. Right? I, I, I don't know. Storm is just regal. All right, that's that's the end of my rant. Let's let, let let's continue. Bleeding Cool can report that Rogue and Kate Pride will each be leading a new X-Men team this summer for the new X-Men relaunch from Tom Brevoort's office at Marvel Comics. X-Men and Uncanny X-Men? Question mark. We don't know. We don't know more than this, but it's backed up by a page from this Wednesday's Women of Marvel, number one, including a vision from the much maligned <laughs> Madame Webb. I, listen... Dakota Johnson can do no wrong as far as I'm concerned. The Rogue-led team includes Nightcrawler, Gambit, and Wolverine and suggests a flashback to earlier classic costumes, possibly in keeping with an X-Men 97 vibe. Well, okay, well, first of all, a flashback to earlier costumes. These costumes, listen, 
they've been using Gambit and Wolverine for the most part have looked the same since for decades. I, I know they've each had different costumes here and there. So don't come at me, especially in the Krakone age where mutant fashion, you can change your costumes, you know, every issue. But these are costumes that have been in circulation. Same with Cyclops, excuse me, Nightcrawler and Rogue. That is a different looking look for Rogue. I'll tell you that. I know this is going to sound like really nitpicky. I don't like that she has the green sleeves. You know, in the Jim Lee era, she kind of had her sleeves rolled up. I get it. You know, she can't, you know, people can't touch her. And, and, and that's why she's, you know, covering up there. But it's, this is a little bit more of what I'm going to say, like style over substance. I also, I have to tell you, in, in terms of Rogue's powers, I am still so lost because the last time I really actively thought about Rogue's powers was during the Mike Carey run where she learned to control her powers. I know since then that is no longer the case, but I'm still like, I don't know. I kind of like that Rogue can control her powers a bit. That gives the character a little bit more agency than just putting those sleeves you know, on her. It doesn't look good. It's not a pretty rendition of the Jim Lee era. Wolverine, again, looks okay. Gambit, love the quaffy hair. Nightcrawler, looks status quo. There's not much to say there. I, I don't know what the fuck they did to Emma. I, I, Jesus Christ, that Emma outfit is a true. Emma would never wear that. I Again, I don't understand it. And she has a boob window? like, <laughs> And it's just it's a weird-looking costume. And I, and I stand the new X-Men costume, the Frank Quitely new X-Men costume. So for me to be like, uh, Emma would never. It's like totally left field for me, right? Listen, Emma, as long as Emma's blonde and in white, I'm, I'm pretty happy. I'll even take it when she's in her black costume, her black queen costume. I'm fine with that too, but I don't know. It's, it's just so hard to be excited for this first look because when we got the Krakoan age, and we saw Emma walking in with her big coat, her her X necklace, and her white hat dress. Oh my God, were you it, like the whole comic just stopped? Everyone was talking about the, the, that first image of Krakoa of them walking through the Krakoan gate, and Xavier with the cerebral helmet and Magneto in his white costume. It was jaw dropping. What a jaw dropping image! And to see this, and you're like, eh. I, and I know this is a flash forward that leaked a day before the comic is supposed to be released, but I don't know. It just doesn't look good. Shadow cat with a K. Is she still shadow cat? I'm sorry. Is she shadow tiger now? I don't know what Kitty's name is. She, she just needs to pick a name. Let's call her shadow cat for this. For all intents and purposes, she's going to be shadow cat with a C. So shadow cat here. Listen, I, I love I love Kitty Shadowcat with her high pony, the same that she had during all new X-Men when she was leading the O5, when she was like the Professor X to the O5. I, I like it that this costume is obviously inspired by it, but it's blue. But it doesn't do anything for me. Oh, I, I just think it's a little lackluster. I like it better than Shadowcat with a K. How about that? And I'm sorry because I do love that peach design and I think she is an incredibly talented artist but that costume just never did it for me. I, I like Kitty like this but I don't know Familia. Am I being nitpicky here? You tell me if I'm being nitpicky. It's just the costume just doesn't pop for me and I know this like Kitty obviously from her Excalibur days wore, wore blue but I think if she's going to wear more of a standard costume, it has to be the standard X-Men, you know, 
gold and black or blue and gold costume, whatever, you know, the, the hues are supposed to be. But I would just rather have seen this as gold instead of blue. I don't think it looks good. I feel like someone was like, Aunt, let's just make it blue, you know, as a callback to Excalibur. I think they could have gotten away with it had it been gold. I think it would have popped really nicely if it were gold. Yeah, I mean, Emma is Emma there. And again, with Storm, I, I like how the Mohawk looks in X-Men 97. I truly do. I think the Mohawk looks good in X-Men 97. I think people have been unfair at their criticism of the Mohawk in X-Men 97 because Storm has been, you know, in for five seasons on that show, Storm had the long, white, beautiful, luscious hair. So, of course, Storm in the comics likes to switch up her hair. Why wouldn't you if you're bringing back the series? It's months later. They've all have gone through seismic changes in their lives. Of course, Storm would get a haircut and she'll have a mohawk. And that's great. So I'm, I'm happy within X-Men 97. Here, I'm like, oh, I don't know if it's just the art, but I just don't like it. I don't like how it looks here. I don't. Okay, so Rogue is going to lead a team with Nightcrawler, Gambit, and Wolverine. So her brother, her husband, and her her her. I I mean, I, I'm getting it crossed now with her relationship with Wolverine in the movies and during like the you know uh, zero tolerance era where her and Wolverine sort of created a rapport, right? Because at the time they were leaning into the movies. So her her relationship with Wolverine, which is of varying degrees, teammate, mentor, good friend, confidant, Gambit, Nightcrawler. I, I don't dislike that. I mean, lean into the 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 drama of the Dark Home family. That is all I ask. I want to see a very complicated brother-sister relationship between Rogue and Nightcrawler, as well as with her husband. What happens after the honeymoon's over, Marvel? Right? Like, think about it. This actually has the potential of being a really good story. Rogue leading an X-Men team with someone like Wolverine, who's like your, you know, your your sidekick powerhouse. And and then you have your husband and you're having to face all of the things that come with marriage. And then your brother is on the team as well. I just think of the time I lived with my own brother and my husband and the amount of drama that was in our lives daily. I mean, you just can't. It, it, it's fun. It's fun. So I really do hope they lean into that. They probably won't. But that's fun. <laughs> they probably won't, to be very honest with you. It will probably be a lackluster story. I'm being so negative. I was so excited for this reboot. Amelia, anyone who knows me knows that I was so excited for this reboot. I was saying, listen, I I, I love the Krakoan Age. I think the Krakoan Age uh, revitalized the X-Men as an IP. However, it hasn't really stuck the landing on it. The stories are a little lackluster. Let's just get a reboot. Let's get the mansion. I personally am a fan of a mansion. I don't know how you go back to the mansion after Krokoa, but maybe Marvel will figure it out. I'm like, ah, maybe they haven't. <laughs> maybe we should just stay in the Krokoan age. Okay. Well, Kate Pride will have Emma Frost on her team. That's a great dynamic. I love Emma and Kitty together, as well as a number of shadowy figures. And it looks like Storm, recently Queen of Arako and Region of Soul, will be entering the political arena. Could we have our first meeting president in 2024? Okay. So, not confirmed. I, I'm sorry. I thought they had like a scoop where they kind of knew that she would be a mutant president. So it sounds like they themselves are speculating. And it also sounds like, you know, they're they're not confirming that Araka would stick around. Okay. 
Listen, again, I, I think at the top of this episode, I already discussed my feelings on Storm being in the political arena. Um, in terms of Kate, okay, I'm like, Kitty, Kate. <laughs> I still don't know what to call her, even though I set the own rules for this episode. In terms of Kate and Emma, I have to tell you, I don't want them to go back to where they were at pre-Krakoa. I think their relationship in the Krakoan age has been beautiful. And I think when you think of narratives in the context of being modern and where we're at in conversations, I don't need to see Kitty and Emma going at each other's throats. I, I would love to see them having this big sister, little sister relationship. Kate is leading the X. I want to say for the first time, but Kate, she, Kitty has led the X-Men multiple times. Marauders, all new X-Men, X-Men disassembled. Kate, Kitty has always, has, has been a leader. I've never really personally liked her uh, leading the team. I, it, it always looks off to me when Kitty is leading a team and you have Storm, Jean, and Rogue behind her. I'm like, ah, I don't know. I mean, why don't you let the seniors take over? You know, the seniors, you know, you're still a sophomore kitty. But um, I I I'm open to it in this regard. I, I I'm telling you, there there must be significant traction with Kitty as an IP at the Marvel office because Marauders, Fall of X, and now this. Either someone really likes her or, you know. The the, the 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 books just sell when she's leading, right? I mean, she has been leading. Let's see, all new X Men, X Men disassembled, Marauders, Fall of X. I mean, she has been leading a book for quite a while. I mean, we're talking since like 2018. It's a significant. I mean, even before 2018, we're talking like 2013. So for well over a decade, she has been leading leading. X teams bleeding cool scooped the news about an X Men relaunch in July 2024 entitled From the Ashes with executive Tom Brevoort taking over the X Men book. So we know there's so much going on with the X Men right now in the White Hot Room and Gene and Phoenix. You know, there's there's rumors out there of how this Krakoan age is going to end. Let's see how it goes. Once we get a little bit more definitive news, we'll talk about it. But from the Ashes kind of lines up with some of the tea I've been hearing on the background that, you know, the ending of Krakoa will be Phoenix-focused. How about that? Bringing the Krakoan age to an end and promising a big relaunch of the characters. <laughs> As for Madame Webb, Bleeding Cool previously pointed out how she is all over Marvel Comics right now, as if Marvel expected some attention to the character as a result of the movie, though not enough to actually give her her own comic. Still, this and other versions, visions of Marvel's future will make women of Marvel something fans seek out on Wednesday. Agree on that. Um, I'm sad that Madame Webb isn't where it's at. I think, you know, it's funny. I think Dakota Johnson did a great job with the character. I don't want to... I, I, the more I've sat with Madame Webb, the more I've liked the movie, mostly because of Dakota Johnson's press junket. And I said, I think her and Adam Scott had great chemistry. Like, I, I honestly was like, I want Madame Webb and Uncle Ben to like hook up in this movie. Like, that's the happy ending I want. But I think the character works how she's traditionally been depicted as an older woman in a chair hopping dimensions. I think de aging her is sort of coming off of the high of Aunt May's, you know, Marissa Tomei, you know, appearance in the Spider-Man franchise and Catherine Hahn's Agatha. 
right? And and it worked for them. It honestly makes sense for Aunt May that if she is supposed to be the sister-in-law of uh, of of Ben's dead, you know, brother and 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 wife, that they wouldn't be like multiple generations older, right? They she would be in her like fifties, in late forties, fifties, inheriting a teenage nephew. That that makes perfect sense. I'm I am forty, and my nieces are ten. You know what I mean? That would be like five years from now. I inherit my niece, <laughs> and she's Spider Woman, and I would be forty five, and she she would be fifteen, right? So it, it makes sense that they de-aged her. You know, with Agatha, I just don't think there was anyone better than Catherine Hahn for that role. You know what I mean? Like, it just, she did it so well. But, like, with Madame Webb, I mean, picture, like, a Meryl Streep-style actress in that role, hopping dimensions. You know what I mean? Like, that is a, a meaty role that you can really sink your teeth in. So, whereas I think Dakota Johnson's interpretation of the character is not bad by any means, I think the best part of Madame Webb is Dakota Johnson's acting abilities and and her able to hit some comedic beats. It just didn't work. That's just sad. It just didn't work. And I don't think the character being significantly de-aged in the comics is doing it any favor. But anyways, Amelia, this is an X-Men podcast. And you tell us, how do you feel about Rogue and Kate taking over the X-Men this summer? I think I kind of give my feelings. I Listen, Wait and see. We will tune in, of course. We will tune in. We'll see how things unfold. I I, th I just need to know the context of all the scenarios, and I need to see how the books are going to be handled. On paper, a lot of this does look fine. On paper, it does look fine, but let's see how they execute it. Anyways, Familia, drop your feelings below, and we'll chat as a family.